We hear so much about the issue of bullying. You know, it's not okay. Period. We have days dedicated to bullying and online and all this. You know, we have a fight going on in the province about how dangerous bullying and and, uh, online harassment, things like that are. And then apparently it's okay if you're in a union. You know, as long as it's coming from the left, that kind of bullying is a-okay. Because I don't know how else you see what Unifor is doing to those who cross lines at a strike in Gander, Newfoundland. I mean, they are using a tactic that is nothing short of a cyberbullying, period. Because they're going after those who they have, they call scabs, crossing lines at the DJ Composite, which has been on strike now for, I think, about 50, almost a full two years. And they are naming, shaming, putting addresses out, following these people around because they say they're undermining the employees who've been locked out. And the union says, well, too bad. We need to put food on the table. But it is blatant, blatant bullying. They've got names and pictures. And while the union says it's got no tolerance or threats, you know, over threats of violence, they're not going to take the video down that's leading to it. And Jerry Dias, as I said, was on with John Oakley today. He's got zero regrets. But this is how he sees the scabs and what they're doing and why they are, in his words, lying about being able to find jobs. Look, I spent one minute on Google, Googling jobs in Gander, and there are jobs everywhere. So this argument that, look, some of the scabs left full-time jobs to cross the picket line. So it's not as if these weren't conscious decisions made. They must have known that when they crossed the picket line that it wasn't going to be, you know, uh, uh, you know, it wasn't going to be, you know, a wonderful day for them every single day. I mean, they've made conscious decisions, and it's about time that we, they were exposed. So we're hoping that they'll take a look at it and feel a little uncomfortable and feel some personal shame. But it's hard for people to feel shame when they have no moral compass. Yikes. Well, let's find out. Let's get the other side of the story. We turn to Ada Mae Rogers. She's a mom to four, single working mom, who apparently is a scab because she did cross the line. Hi, great to have you with us. Thank you. Good to be here. What do you say? What do you say to that comment that Mr. Dias just said that you, you know, people like you have no moral compass? Well, if I didn't have a moral compass, would I really be trying to do everything I can for my family? So take us back a little bit. Why why did you cross? What's your history with the company? I had no history to begin with, but I applied to these jobs that are all over Gander, so to speak. And I got calls from two, I believe it was. I'd done an interview for both of them. One of them just so happened to be DJ Composites. And you know who called me back and gave me a job? DJ Composites gave me the job, not the other place. So there may be job postings all over the place, but I'd also like to draw attention to the fact that the Unifor people are going and taking jobs from the people that aren't in a union. So how is it any different? So when you go to work, so explain the um, experience that you have been going through, because it's not often that labor stories, you know, make it to, you know, Ontario or the rest of Canada. But the reason that this has gone so kind of public and, and gotten so much attention is because of this video of them putting your face and many other people's faces and names on these videos and kind of trying to publicly shame you. So at what point did you cross the, the, the line and what has it been like for you? 
what point did I cross the picket line, you yeah. mean? Or yeah. at what point did the video cross the line? No, well, um, we'll get to that one after, but when did you decide, you know, I'm going to cross the line, and what has the experience been like? I made the... Actually, I contemplated... I'm also a nail tech, but I have severe carpal tunnel, that being said. Um, I spoke with a couple of my clients, and I asked them, I said, what, like... Would you prefer crossing a picket line and being called a scab and possibly other names? Or would you prefer being $2,000 in debt each month? And just add that up each and every month until you find a job. I said, which would you prefer? And I got the same response from every single one of them. I would prefer to provide for my family. Okay, and then the video goes out, your face is on, and what happens? I... I'm in fear. I was instantly in fear. As soon as my face and my name were connected out there for the public, not just the general public, but the country. And obviously, if all of Canada is seeing it, the United States is seeing it too, and around the world, really. If they want access to my name and my face, they have it now. So obviously, I was scared. I was terrified. I mean, I've dealt with bullying my entire life, but never to this level. And so when you hear someone, you know, a guy like Jerry Dias, who has quite a bit of power, I mean, he is heading the biggest union in the country. When you hear a guy like that doubling down and, and, and essentially, you know, undermining what you do, uh, those who are crossing the line saying you undermine them, you're the ones who are hurting families and that they have zero regrets about this video because you deserve it. What do you say? So what is he, two years old, an eye for an eye? Um, he's hurting families by allowing this video to circulate as well. I'm afraid to go out in public with my children. How is that not hurting my family? Um, bullying on no level, regardless if it's for retaliation or not, it's not okay. And have you uh, been followed? Have you had anyone calling you with any kind of threats? I mean, has there been any action taken? And are you going to continue crossing the line? I have been messaged with, I guess you could call them threats. I call them more or less wishing harm on me instead of threats. Um, I was told I deserve to die and burn in hell. I was also told my children should be orphans. Um, Other than that, it was just the general capital letter scab with a load of exclamation points. That didn't bother me so much as the one, my children deserve to be orphans. And yes, I... I still have children, so I still need a job. I'm going to keep crossing this picket line. Why is it? I mean, it's got to be more than money, though, because I can't imagine that the stress is being uh, is a lot of fun for you. And I would have to think that this is dividing uh, the town or the city that you're living in. And so why is it that you're doing this and taking such a stand? Uh, Aside from the money at this point now, like the way I'm feeling, I am sick of sitting still and quiet and doing nothing. I sat down, cowered away in the corner my whole life to bully. I'm not about to do it now. I'm an adult. I have to set an example for my children. And what do you think my children are going to think if they see their mother cowering in a corner because she's being bullied? So I take it Jerry Diaz should uh, expect you and the other scabs to show up and continue showing up? I can't speak for everybody else. I can speak for myself and Danica, because she had said this earlier today as well. We will continue going to work. And another point, I mean, I don't mean to go, well, it's not off topic. It's completely on topic. But Jerry keeps 
pointing out the fact that he don't feel, or no, they keep pointing out the fact, sorry, Mm -hmm. that um, they went to provincial court, or not provincial, but they went above and beyond and asked about legalities back in 2013 about this whole naming and shaming thing. But back in 2013, what they don't realize is cyberbullying wasn't considered illegal. Mm -hmm. But this is 2018. It is officially illegal to cyberbully, especially in regards to instigating fear or intimidation. So are you planning any kind of legal action? I can't say at this point yes or no if we are planning any legal action or not. But... I mean, I guess that's something you guys are just going to have to wait and see. <laughs> well, Ada, we will wait and see, and uh, I'll talk to you again and keep in touch. I thank you so much for sharing your side of the story. No problem at all. I appreciate that. That Thanks is for having me. Ada Mae Rogers, who is kind of in the middle of this uh, of this video. If you haven't seen the video, it's gross. I, I don't. I don't have any other way to uh, explain it. If someone puts your face out there, your name, your address, personal information. Names and shames. I don't know. I don't know what else you call that other than bullying. And in this day and age, with the laws, I, I, there's no question Unifor is on the wrong side of this thing. And yeah. I think it's going to cause them. There's certainly a creepy element to the video. Like when you watch it and you you consider how some of these photographs must have surreptitiously been obtained. Yeah. Like it's long distance photography while people are eating their lunches. Well, that yeah. See, there's a whole. You'd have to know the media law side of it, though. You can you can get footage of people in that. I I'm just more concerned, and maybe we'll ask Lauren Honickman when we do our uh, our weekly chat. If anything should happen to any of these people, you know, Ada or anybody else, if anybody is suffers anything, I think that they have quite a case on their hands. You know, Unifor's a big big union.